0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we're kind of running solo. Uh, probably, jeez, <laughs> I feel like we haven't done a solo episode in a while. So definitely just catching up with you guys, talking about life, video games, answering some questions that you guys submitted to me, uh, talking about the latest announcement regarding Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 Classic coming back as a collection for all major platforms. The Halo TV show, Halo Infinite, of course, uh, Helldivers 2. And the Frogs 2v2 tournament. But before I get started, I'd like to ask you to please consider leave a rating and, you know, subscribe to the show. Download these episodes. Downloads really go a long way. That's kind of more of the analytics that are uh, paid attention to in the podcast world. Uh, but if you like what you listen to and you like what you hear, please consider leaving me a rating by scrolling down on Apple Podcasts. And then on Spotify, it should be on the main page of the podcast. Uh it's a huge deal by doing this. People are more inclined to find the show when they type in keywords like video games, or if they talk about halo mental health, uh, just any of that kind of stuff that we cover, it will be, uh, brought to the forefront because of how much reviews the show has. Uh, but again, thank all, thank you to all of you for being so supportive of the show, telling me what you like about it. Tell me what you don't like, uh, stuff you would like to see more of be uh, people who want to be on this show. Uh, it absolutely means the world to me and i cherish every one of you so thank you again let's go ahead and catch up on life like i talked about uh work has been good <laughs> work has been really good um we we had a sales meeting last week or two weeks ago now and uh that's always really cool because the whole company gets together so everyone gets to mingle and just really catch up and you know see all the new hires uh our our company has a really good hire rate and, you know in terms of the people we like to bring in. So it's always cool to see uh, all the new blueberries. Um, But a lot of incredible people who work at our company. Um, My team's just, you know, as we got to say, it's a cliche thing now. Uh, They're selling a lot of cases. They're making me really happy, which is great. Um, Love my team. Couldn't be happier to have the job that I have. And uh, honestly, it's just an honor to be able to be a part of their success and what we all do together as a team. Um, So, yeah. Uh, we got a full picture as a team. I'll probably be posting that. Um, just just absolutely wonderful people that I've gotten to know. Uh, some already knew before I got the job, but obviously getting to know everyone even on a more personal level uh, in my time in this role has been truly gratifying. So it's cool that we all got to take a picture together as a team. We haven't had the opportunity to. There's always been one person you know, missing. Not the same person, but you know, uh, it varies. <clears throat> and that's fine. You know, Life goes on but we've been winning a lot of incentives lately. So I think that's really cool. And like across the board, it's like different reps too. And I think that's an amazing opportunity for them to be spotlighted and it really shown like how good they are and excuse me, the things they do. Right. I might have to cut that out. Um, but yeah, so work's been great. (laughs) And, um, honestly just couldn't be more grateful to have my job. I promise. Uh, they're not even listening you know, my higher ups aren't listening. Like I'm not getting paid to say this. Like I, I'm just genuinely grateful to have the opportunity that I have. And <laughs> recently I was uh, golfing this weekend and, uh, you know, it just rained out here in California the last couple of weeks, um, uh, or so last week. So, you know, the ground is still a little muddy and I was swinging my, you know, I was going, I was swinging my driver and I slipped. I didn't fall, but I slipped. And basically like jolted or, uh, you know, pulled a muscle on the left side of my body or something like that. And it, oh God, it hurts so bad. It, it like literally hurts to laugh, obviously to swing a golf club. Um, <laughs> it hurts to bend over, uh, even like sitting on a toilet. Yeah. I know it's a little TMI, but even like sitting on a toilet, I was like, oh God, you know? <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's been something else. Definitely recovering from that. So that's been cool. Uh, last year and 2022, I think it was more tw- last year, 2023, we're doing like CPAP machine tech, uh, updates or like sleep apnea updates. Uh, so we're going to bring those back for a little bit. I've been wearing the mask again. Uh, you know, it's really funny the, the mask kind of teaches your body like to sleep better. So you don't have so many apneas every night. If you don't know what a sleep apnea is for all the new people here, it is basically when you essentially just stop breathing. <laughs> uh, it's bad. It's not good. Uh, all walks of life can get it. Um, you can be overweight. You can be skinny. You can be fit. Um, yeah, just, just, uh, be careful. If someone says you're snoring a lot and it sounds like you're dying, please go get that checked. It's very serious. So I didn't take to the mask at first. I really didn't. And I really, I tried, I tried to have open mind about it. My father has sleep apnea and he did a really good job of taking to it and getting that sleep back. However, (laughs) uh, I wasn't so lucky and, um, you know, for a while I was wearing it though, pretty consistently. And then I just kind of forgot, you know, I just kind of moved on from it and I was doing good. Like I was sleeping. I wasn't getting tired while I was driving, which was a huge issue, uh, leading up to like getting tested and stuff. I would just be drowsy all the time while I was driving. could be right when I wake up middle of the day, you know, bright sun outside didn't matter. I would still be tired. So, uh, when it's cold outside, I sleep really good. I, I love it. It's my favorite kind of weather. And even that wasn't helping. Like I was still finding myself, you know, just losing a lot of sleep. So I put the mask back on this last week and a half. And my God, (laughs) when you go in it with an open mind, uh, you can do great things. And that's sleep. So I'm very happy to be sleeping again. I think I wore it for almost six hours last night, which is huge for me. Um, If you didn't know, also, if you're new here, uh, what happened was when I first got it, I was basically taking the mask off in my sleep. (laughs) <laughs> i would wake up and it'd be like thrown on the floor so that's my life when it comes to sleep so that's been good uh so yeah um uh, back to the point though is hopefully i'm able to continue to get this good rest and recover on my left side that happened on saturday and i'm already feeling pretty darn good so i guess i can't complain uh really funny thing since we haven't really caught up about life <laughs> um valentine's day was, you know, a week and a half ago. And I was out with my rep and one of the new DMs for the area. So she's having like a shadow day. We were all, you know, she was training. So she's just showing uh I was just showing her the job. And uh we were out at a store and we were wrapping things up with a retailer. Just, you know, everything's going great. And she's super cool. Um <clears throat> and uh, you know, we're just saying our goodbyes and she's like, Oh, I hope you guys have a good holiday tomorrow And I'm like, What? Like what holiday? And Mind you, we're walking outside the liquor department and florals there. And there's, you know, teddy bears and, you know, hearts and roses and shit. Didn't didn't click in my head. And she's like, uh, it's Valentine's Day. And I was like, yeah, you could tell I'm single as fuck. <laughs> um, But it was it was hilarious. Like everyone was just busting up laughing. Uh, I w- it was honestly like a moment I wish I could have recorded. I said that with so much conviction. Like what holiday are you talking about? Like I said it a couple times. So. You can imagine how stupid I felt when I looked over and I saw the flowers and I was like rem- instantly reminded, Oh, it's uh, Valentine's day. And I think for the first time in, uh, four years I've, I'm single for it. So I think that's why it threw me off. I just, it wasn't even in my head. You know, obviously you want to take a, you know, take your girlfriend out to dinner, you know, get gifts, all that stuff, flowers. It just didn't click in my head. So that was, um, <laughs> a pretty good experience. Um, what else do I got for life? Uh, but yeah, the whole Valentine's day shit was truly something else. Uh, just lastly, I just want to thank you all again for, you know, following me on TikTok where I've been obviously promoting it a lot more and posting on there. Uh, the TikTok lives will come back eventually. Um, uh, but the, for the people who follow me on Twitch, I mean, that's just been massive. We got affiliate in a week. Uh, we're at 115 followers now, which is something I just never thought would even happen on Twitch with how much success I didn't or how little success I've ever had in the past. So I think we're doing very big things here, and I kind of just touch on it now. We had the frogs two v two tournament that just happened uh, this weekend. Uh, So the frogs were hosting a two v two tournament. I had a teammate, uh, Blur, frogs blur, absolute legend of a human being. I love him to death. He's such a nice guy. Uh, Unfortunately though, we weren't able to practice as much as we wanted to. We both, you know, I you know, we could look at the messages. We both really wanted to practice, at least check out the maps we'd be playing on come up with some strategies we just didn't get around to it and i'll also admit and i've already said this openly so i don't mind saying it again i didn't know the skill level of the people participating in this tournament and i didn't think they'd be bad or anything of course there were so many talented people in this tournament however i found out the hard way (laughs) and i got just completely demolished the first round so we went to the losers bracket uh, so Sunday came around and we did so much better in the losers bracket even though our our opponents were really really tough opponents we still were mani- we still managed to put up a good fight but we just didn't come through which is a bummer but honestly it was a really fun experience overall i got to be considered a sponsor of the the tournament and i and just just to be there and and just share the love of the halo community and all these am- amazing individuals you know you know shout out to yeti copper godfrog emperor wilbur and uh geez shadow silence bob i mean just just so many people um again just you know thank you for having me be a part of it uh some of them are probably going to hear this so i want to make sure and spotlight them be sure to check out the frogs community if you are interested in just playing customs or being a part of something special within the halo community which is i think what we're best known for in terms of halo uh reach out to me but uh yeah I'll make that short and sweet. Can't wait to see what happens in the future. Uh, the grand finals were insane. Um, yeah, it, it, it was amazing. It was really good competition at the highest level. Uh, just truly, really grateful to be a part of it. And I can't wait to do the team uh, tournament. The team wars is what they're calling, it, I think. Uh, I'd love to be a part of that. So uh, shout out to the frogs again. Thank you all for being amazing. Now let's answer some of these questions you guys have for us, Or me. <laughs> Eric puts, Helldivers sucks, but basically they ripped off Stormtroopers? Thoughts, bitch. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Eric. <laughs> uh, I don't think they ripped off Stormtroopers. I think they are just showing a lot of love to it. I, th- I think it's amazing when franchises can dive into uh, other properties and, and really show a spiritual love to that you know it's a spiritual successor and if you will because hell divers clearly i mean there's no doubt in my mind hell divers took inspiration from real military uh operations but also like odst you know halo um starship troopers of course you got the automatons are clearly like represented from like terminator you know there's just so much uh, going there, but I don't think it was like a blatant ripoff. I, I just think it's like really showing love to what these developers grew up loving themselves and kind of, you know, putting their stamp on the sci fi genre of basically all out warfare. Um, so basically, Helldivers 2 is just amazing. I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. I think for the $40 price tag and the fun you get to have, again, it's like Halo Wars where, like, you know, the stuff you dream up of as a kid. This game kind of delivers that if you watch starship troopers back in the day, you're like, yeah, it'd be crazy to like fight those, you know, those arachnid or whatever they're called. Hell divers gives you that experience a thousand percent. Terminators, if you want to, you know, all those like future, you know, uh, cuts they do in the movies where it shows the future and the robots have taken over. Like you get aspects of that experience in this game. And I I think it's remarkable because it's done on such a high level. The quality just seems great. Obviously, it's not without its bugs and issues. The servers are running well. As I'm recording this February 26th, they uh, upgraded their server capacity to 700,000 players. And they are reporting very little to none issues with the servers this past weekend. So clearly, they're working their asses off. It's a small studio, Arrowhead Studios, published by Sony. The game is available on PlayStation 5 and PC, you know, Steam. I highly recommend it. You you can play it for like an hour or two, and if you don't like it, you can just get a refund on Steam. But uh, no, I I don't think Helldivers sucks. I don't think they just blatantly ripped off Starship Troopers, but there's no doubt there's like a massive chunk of inspiration from it. Um, But I think the game's really well made. Beefy Wiener (laughs) asks, my question for the podcast is, who has the beefiest weenie? Um, Chief. Uh, And what made you start... Wanting to stream and start a podcast. So the podcast was an idea I've had, I think, since like 2017 or 2018. I actually have, I'm sorry, like 2019, my bad. Um, Or actually, no, probably before that. But I recorded, I actually have it right here. Um, I have it, I have a recording from like 2019 or 2018. That's of me like testing, like talking to myself, like a podcast platform it's just something I always wanted to do. And then like COVID happened. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to commit to this. I have extra time, obviously. Cause being, I almost said locked up, but obviously, you know, the stay at home, whatever, you know, be at to stay at home, you know, obviously that happening kind of just made me go like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to commit to doing this podcast. People are available. I can interview people. And it's just something I've always wanted to do is like share my thoughts and share and hear other people's thoughts and like create a community around you know just being open about what you like and what you love cuz i feel like when i made the podcast things were too political in the video game industry and kind of like one sided and i just wanted to be the other side of like let's just talk about games and like what they are at face value and whether or not they're good not about what agenda someone was pushing or um i mean it could be anything it doesn't have to be just politics but it's like I don't know. I just feel like people were afraid to critique games and, or just speak about what they love and why they love them. So I wanted to start there and then talk about movies and then, you know, obviously music and mental health and stuff like it all just kind of kept going naturally. I could do a lot more with this podcast though. There's no doubt. And there's a lot of room for improvement and, and uh, really pushing it forward. However, the second part of your question is obviously what my main focus has been. And that is streaming, you know, streaming. I've always been told that like I was good or I should showcase my gameplay since i was a kid and it's something i like doing with friends is like playing and having really cool matches and or having really fun experiences and sharing those experiences with other people and inviting them to that experience to that experience um you know literally one of my favorite people on this fucking planet today is someone i met you know alex who i met from 20 uh i'm sorry uh 2000 Uh, seven, you know, when Halo three came out, like I've known this dude since Halo three came out and we've been friends ever since, you know, and to be able to call him my friend, you know, someone I truly care about, you know, and someone I catch up with as much as possible. Like I just think it's amazing what can happen. So, you know, being able to stream and showcase my gameplay, which I think my gameplay to some degree is different from other people. I think like some of the things I go for are outside of the box of what you would normally see. I really try to when I'm playing a multiplayer game, I try to think of how can I benefit my team by doing this? Like, how is this strategy going to help us overcome? Like, I mean, you'll see it when I'm playing Halo. Like I'll try to not just take out one person. Like I'll try to take out every single person you see on my screen or, or, uh, you know, just try to get the multi kills or get the wasp, you know, right now in Halo Infinite, you know, and, and take as many people out as possible to create an opening for us to grab the flag or, or, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many things that I try to do that, I don't think other people are doing and I think that's why I stream you know I love what I do and I love sharing that with other people and and seeing what they get to do too so that would be my answer uh Curtis shout out to Curtis I used to work with him at GameStop uh just awesome human being uh shout out to you Curtis um what games would he asked his first question of two what games would you like to see release alongside oh I'm sorry oops my bad he's got a two-parter how do you feel about a switch 2 coming out this year and what do you expect from it i think a switch 2 coming out this year would be amazing i think it needs to happen i think this platform has run its course and and that's not to discredit the incredible performance it's had in sales uh mario kart 8 deluxe which was shipped with the console but also released on wii u and then called deluxe at the launch of the switch uh has sold like over 30 million copies um and it's <laughs> it's been the only Mario Kart we've had for almost a decade now so you know unless you count Mario Kart uh Tour which I don't just because I mean like a mainline launch um so yeah I think it's time to come out with a new Switch and I think a new Mario Kart would be like what I would expect from it like I I want to see a new Mario Kart launch title um I think Mario Kart the problem is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with all of its extra DLC courses and characters kind of became like Smash Ultimate where it's like, damn, I feel like this is all they just need to make now It's just keep adding on to this game, which I won't lie to anyone in here. If they kept updating like the graphics and stuff, like I wouldn't be opposed to it. The game looks incredible after all these years. And then I have an OLED Switch, which I think it looks stunning on. So, Sorry, I'm trying to get adjusted here. Uh, I would like to see a new pokemon title released with it. I I think like unlike the switch 1, you know, Breath of the Wild was the only real like major title that was new with the switch, so I'd like to see the switch 2 come out with like two like major titles. And then I would hope that the switch 2's performance at least goes at like 1080p and like locked at 60 frames. Um a lot of the current games Nintendo released or like Pokemon like, if they were just upgraded for visuals and performance and, like, the fidelity, I just feel like the games would, like, <laughs> have a new life. You know, like, you play Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and the frames drop so bad. Sword and Shield, they drop really bad. Legends Arceus, I would just love to see it at a crisp level. I mean, what people need to realize is that when the re- refresh rate is higher, everything just looks crisp and clean and beautiful. Like, I'm not saying every game has to have it. That's just, that's my preference. But there's no doubt when I go back and play games that got like boosted or they got a performance upgrade like they look stunning so i do hope the switch 2 comes out this year uh nothing's been 100 percent confirmed yet i'm pretty sure it is happening um but yeah i i uh lastly what do you ask about the what do you think of the price point um oh, i'd like to see Star Fox and metroid come out too uh, i think Star Fox needs to come back desperately i'm also still open to them bringing back more gamecube games So, like, we got on the Wii U, Wind Waker HD and uh, Twilight Princess HD. And then on the Switch, we got Skyward Sword HD. I would love to see them come back one more time uh, at the highest resolution and, you know, performance possible. Uh, Those are classics. And I would even like to see Majora's Mask 3D and Ocarina of Time 3D come back. But uh, Star Fox, we need a new entry bad. I would love to see a sequel to Star Fox Adventures. Um but as far as price point goes, I'd be okay with 400 bucks. If the console is like a OLED plus, you know, the performance upgrades I'm talking about, I would be a 1000% okay with 400 bucks like it, it the console's great. I play it less than a ton of people with them, and I would think they would agree as well. Like if it if it can show up in terms of performance, I think uh it's the way to go. But thank you guys so much for asking those questions. That's pretty much all we got on the questions. Uh, let's just wrap up on a few things. So we have the Pokemon Day. Uh, Pokemon Day is February 27th, back in 1996. That's when Red and Green originally released in Japan. So me and Brian will be doing a episode recapping that and kind of me and him catching up from another vinyl page, by the way. So please keep an eye out for that. Um, <laughs> my predictions are we're going to get some of the old games back for the NSO, which is the Nintendo Switch Online, like Red, Blue, and Yellow. I'm hoping, the original, the, I'm hoping they release the whole original suite of games, so Generations 1 through 3, since we already have the emulators on our consoles, you know, in terms of the the consoles themselves, like Nintendo 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, and they're compatible. I still think we need uh, Pokemon Call, CM, and XD Gale of Darkness as like a collection, uh, HD collection released for the Switch. Um, there's just a lot of people who didn't get to play these games, by the way. So at this point, I think it would be a huge hit. Um, but I like the idea of Nintendo diving into their back catalog and just like releasing it. I loved, I love the idea that my handheld, uh, Nintendo console can play everything all in one. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. We're obviously going to have the bullshit app updates and Pokemon Unite and Pokemon cafe remix and sleep and, uh, Pokemon something, something (laughs) we'll have like a new Terra raid that hasn't been announced yet. terror raid event uh but yeah keep an eye out for that that'll be the next week's episode and then we also have star wars battlefront 2 or 1 and 2 classic collection coming out from inspire media who's already re-released star wars pod racing uh republic commando knights of the old republic one and two jedi outcast one and two or jedi academy jedi Outcast. um so so many popular star wars titles have been brought back by this company and Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 are coming back with all content, exclusive content or cut content that is major, being added to this one collection for all major platforms, releasing March 14th with 64 player online multiplayer. And to me, that is huge. That is fun. That is massive. I've only played the games a couple times in my lifetime online, and I'm so excited to revisit it and relive the entire experience with friends, uh, friends who've never got to play it with people. Me and my cousin Jarrett, shout out to Jarrett, used to play this couch co-op all the fucking time. These games are timeless classics that still play well on the, you know, I played on the Xbox Series X. Excuse me. And they still run well. They're still just knockouts. So uh, that's kind of a big one. And that comes out very soon, which is so exciting. I'm just so thrilled for this game. And it's only going to be 35 bucks, which I think is just icing on the cake. It's just like... Ah, oh, love it. friend. Uh, Chef's Kiss. Um, so yeah, please keep an eye out for that. That is a very huge release. If you want to play it, uh, I will be streaming it and playing the hell out of it as much as possible. So hit me up. Uh, next up is just Helldivers. I just want to say again, Helldivers 2 is amazing. Please check it out. I finally got the game to play. Uh, they updated the game, of course. They're, Arrowhead Studios is hard at work on updates and content, just making sure they get the most support for this game as it's at the highest uh, point it will ever probably be in terms of its lifetime, uh, in terms of concurrent players playing. Um, Its popularity is out of this world, so please check it out if you haven't yet. I cannot recommend it enough. It's just so good and fun. Um, I'm on Steam. Uh, It just works podcast. You can add me on Steam. Uh, Halo Infinite News, we got ranked. It has been really fun with the Blue Mountain, uh, the Bandit. It has been so much fun to play ranked again. Uh, the new Halo event will be starting here in a couple weeks. So please keep an eye out for that. Uh, honestly, as far as news goes, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, the Halo TV show has been quite the surprise this season. Uh, spoilers ahead. Moving forward. I'll give you a few seconds. Uh, okay. Literally, like I said, a couple seconds. <laughs> uh, season two, in my opinion, has just been far better than season one. And, you know, for me, it's just more of like a continuation of the story from series or I'm sorry, season one, but really improving on it and showing the dark side of like what this war is, the human covenant war. And I know it's not perfect. There's a lot of like hardcore fans than like me that are, you know, supposed to be like me, I guess, uh, that are way more upset. But honestly, like I just think TV shows they have to have their gimmicks. Like, I don't know if TV shows that don't have gimmicks. I mean, look what happened to game of Thrones. Obviously they ran out of material. Cause the other books aren't done yet. But the point is a lot of people are upset that, you know, chief is fighting without his armor right now. But for some reason, Ackerson took his armor. Cause he probably just wants him to die. But, uh, cause he's a piece of shit from Oni, which is cool by the way. It's cool to see this dark side of Oni that you hear about all the time in the lore and the games. Or if you read the books, you know a lot about it too. Um, But in my opinion, to still see these Spartans be badasses in the TV show without their armor is pretty, pretty fucking cool. Uh, I think Captain Key is potentially dying. We didn't see the death, uh, as in it's not confirmed 100% yet, but I'm pretty sure he did die. Kind of sucked because they really made the character more likable this season, I think. I think they've done a good job. Uh, Vanik, Spartan Vanik died um, trying to help Chief uh you know against the arbiter but unfortunately chief got hit by a plasma charge so that he's just trying to save his friend uh and you know leader of course so vanik dies because he shoots a needler at the arbiter but the arbiter shields you know deflect it and the arbiter takes a needle out of the needler and shoves it in vanik's chest and then it blows up which is pretty fucking crazy and intense and the the sad thing about it is you kind of see the foreshadowing i guess when vanik's on the rooftop you know talking to birds and feeding them and stuff It just was like too peaceful in a time where we know that, you know, reach is about to get destroyed essentially. So them kind of spotlighting that because I feel like was probably a little bit of foreshadowing, but uh, yeah, I think the show's good. Uh, We've only got four episodes so far. It's not without its faults and I, but I'm really trying to reserve judgment until like the full season's out. I just want to do like a season review with you guys and uh, really see what happens. But right now, uh, from what I can tell you, I a hundred percent think this show is worth the watch. If you're any kind of halo fan who just wants to see the guns and, and these characters and these aliens, and obviously the suits are hopefully going to come back. Um and, you know, just see Spartans fight and kind of just see the, the gritty real bullshit that is war, you know, essentially in this universe, you know, the shit that they got to deal with and the civilians uh, dealing with the attack on reach. So, Uh, keep an eye out for more, uh, news updates, new episodes. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm sorry, listening. (laughs) Sorry. I thought I was streaming there for a second. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please consider again, leaving a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. It is massive. If you do that, uh, screenshot your review, you know, let me know what you do or maybe let me know what you say. Uh, but again, I'm Ryan. This is the, it just works podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening.